Hey, how's it going? Tommy Taylor here. And I'm Desnica, and welcome to the Marriage 2.0 podcast. that went through just about everything bad someone can go through in marriage quadruple times over and came out more in love than ever and using our story to inspire and give hope to the world. Since we've come out of our version of hell on earth, we have built a global marriage coaching business mentoring hundreds of couples and individuals all around the world. We've helped them fix issues like affair recovery, communication, intimacy issues, addictions, and all forms of abuse when no one else could. We've gone through all of these things plus so much more, so we get it. We tried everything out there from counseling, therapy, intensives, webinars, hundreds of books, and even tactics like slow to speak, quick to listen. And the truth is, all of those things were just band-aids that left us on an emotional roller coaster from hell. We truly believe that when you couple a heart for God and a strong desire for massive action, anything is possible. But honestly, most of us are never given the right knowledge. The Marriage 2.0 podcast shares interviews from the world's most successful people in business, sports, health, entertainment, and finance in order to help you live the purpose-filled life God designed for you so that you can live an inspiring life filled with more freedom, love, and impact. So get ready to learn the stuff that no one ever taught you about marriage. Your old marriage is dead and marriage 2.0 starts now. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this new episode. So we're going to be talking about today, really like, we're going to be talking about like, honestly, when people say the words, I love you, but listen, I'm not in love with you anymore. Right. I mean, honestly, here's the thing. Like we hear this statement all the time, like all the time, all the time. <laughs> yeah. Like, like really from like, honestly, it's mostly from spouses that are standing for their marriage and now they're reaching out for help. So we hear it all the time and it's a very popular statement. But let's dive into this. Yeah. And the reason why we want to talk about this is because there's a lot of misconceptions around this whole idea anyways, or the whole, I love you, but I'm not in love with you. First of all, like that's one of the statements I hate the most is I love you, but I'm not in love with you. I mean, you have no idea what that actually means. And so we're going to be talking about like what's really going on under the surface here on a deeper level and how to actually fix it. You know, I can completely recall a time where, you know, Tommy had told me, I care about you. Like, I don't want anything bad to happen about to you, but I'm just not in love with you. And, you know, so we need a divorce. And these things are super common. Yeah, surface, surface level, honestly. And so, like she was saying, like, we're going to dive into the deeper stuff here. But honestly, like, we hate to see people honestly spinning their wheels, going 100 miles an hour in the wrong direction, just pushing their spouse further and further and further away. Um, and from their perspective, more out of love than what they were. <laughs> so yeah, the efforts to pull them back in are not going the right way and it's actually pushing them away. And so what we're going to be talking about today is, you know, what does the statement even mean on a deeper level? Yeah. So three main points today mm-hmm. we're going to be talking about, like she was saying that, and we're also going to be talking about what love is like, what really is. Right? Yes. And how to get your spouse back after, you know, they say that to get that feeling and spark back. Yeah. So if you really get, as always, if you want to take notes, more than welcome to, or just listen either way, if you're driving, don't take notes, obviously. But that being said, let us, let us know if this sounds familiar. 
just having massive arguments or even, you know, on big things or little things, you know, whether it be who didn't do the dishes or the laundry is not in the basket, it's on the floor, you know, from little things to that, or just massive things of you've made me sacrifice my whole life and I don't have any goals or dreams, you know, we didn't have any of that, did we? <laughs> what? We didn't have any of that. Oh, oh no. Yeah. We, we were kidding. We, yeah. we did. Um, let's kind of talk about each individual, one of these. So like we had, we had everything from, Minor disagreements from the right and wrong way to load a dishwasher, which I don't know. Like she's there is a right way and there's a wrong way. Tommy (laughs) does a lot of the wrong way. The dishes were in there. Let's just put it that way. Yeah, but they have have to be cleaned. Um, But they'll smell clean. Mostly. Not really. (laughs) We're not going to derail here. They're in the dishwasher, so they're going to. I feel like they're going to smell clean. But like, or even how to wash clothes. You know, we had those disagreements. You do better now. Yes, I'm not that good at watching clothes, but um, <laughs> it's like separate some things. Yeah, but you know, whatever. Um, so we, you can learn though. I just have chosen not to personally, but I do much better now in loading the dishwasher and putting my clothes in the basket. Mostly, well, I wouldn't even say that. I'm pretty bad about leaving my clothes out, honestly. But but we don't argue about it. There's a, there's a difference, right? Uh, it's just more of I have different priorities. But that being said, like people have disagreements about everything, like little things, mm-hmm. big things. Like we had disagreements on like parenting we had disagreements on like, there's so many different things, right? And In everything like we were at the place where everything, yeah, it wasn't like some, most, why people, do you put your shirt on like that? <laughs> like <laughs> just random, stupid, anything and everything. Yeah, you you brush to, your teeth wrong. Yeah. I used to like it. You did do that. I did. Well, you do now, brush so your teeth wrong. <laughs> so like, I, I hate brushing my teeth. Like I know, don't get me wrong. I brush my teeth. Yes, he does. Clear. Cause that would be nasty. But, like, yeah. But and I would like, not kiss him. But like, I hate spending like, she's like, you gotta spend two minutes brushing your teeth, like count. And I'm like, I'm not counting when I brush my teeth. One, I can't count when I'm moving my hand back. I don't know. I can't <laughs> count back and forth when I'm doing that anyways. Um, but like it was, we would disagree on little things, of course, like that and then bigger things, but there's just, it, it pushed, like we couldn't talk about anything. Like literally, like we got to a point where we literally hated each other, literally hated to the point we think about ways to kill each other and hard collect. But there was like, to the point where most people, when they come to us, they can talk about logistical day-to-day stuff and like getting the kids, dinner, like blah, 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 stuff like that. Deeper stuff, no. Well, you couldn't talk about either. Mm-mm. Like e- anything causes an argument. Like anything. Oh, you said that a certain way, right? Like anything causes an argument. Like there has been, and then like, honestly, there's been, there's another thing is like distance growing between you two. Right, there's distance, there's arguing over small things, big things, and out of nowhere, your spouse tells you this lovely statement, I love you, but I just don't feel it anymore. I love you, but I'm not in love with you anymore. And just for the record, just for clarification here, these statements actually came before the hate. Uh, you know, obviously, they kind of like spiraled into that. Long before the hate, yeah. <laughs> yes, and so we did get to that point. However, these statements came before, or I care a lot about you, and like I don't want nothing bad to happen to you, which is nice that he said that because at that point I was so mad at him for making <laughs> these stupid statements that I did not care. I was like, I kind of do want to just stab you with pencils and stuff, you know. Um, I've been there, pain. done that. Not so, with pencils, but <laughs> other things. <laughs> you know, and this leads to people thinking like, hey, we just need time apart. You know, I just need some space. I just need time apart. I can't handle you right now. I need 
some space to process. I just- eh, wrong. Wrong. You got the answer wrong. You don't need to do that. Here's why. Um, you're going to end up causing more distrust, more issues, more what are they doing? Who are they talking to? Right? Like Where are they at? Where are they at? Who are they with? Like all of these things. And don't mm-hmm. tell me it won't. It will. I promise you. Yeah. And then it's going to cause more distance. If you wanted to influence them, it's going to be less now because because now they're out, right? So don't suggest separation. No, don't. don't. Thing. Man, freaking counselors and freaking pastors freaking tell people to do this all the time. It's the dumbest freaking statement I've ever heard in my life. But tell a professional, quotations mark, telling people to do stuff like that. I can't stand that statement. I hear that all the time from freaking people. Yeah, we do not agree that you should take time and separate and live separately because it... It does not make it easier yeah. or better. There's a caveat to that, right? And I don't mean living separately. I mean, just be getting out separately for a, just until it's safe. So if you're being physically abused, that's a different story. Yeah, the right? most certainly like, not what we're talking like, about. Like, yeah, this is a different situation. So if you're being physically abused, get out of the house, get some more safe, get, you know, whatever you need to do, right? That's within legal and rights mm-hmm. and all that. I'm not a, not a lawyer, but, you know, make sure you get safe is what I'm saying. But normal circumstances here, honestly... Like, don't separate. Stupid. Yeah, no. And, or just like go for a divorce and say, oh, I just don't love you. And, you know, peace out. And, you know. (laughs) The light bulb stopped working in my house. I'm just going to sell it. Right. Uh, Yes. And and it makes me laugh when people, because that's how people treat marriage of like, oh, you know, there's this little part that's broken instead of fixing it or replacing, you know, this little aspect, like how we handle things and do things. Like, let's just throw the whole thing out. Yeah. And that's not, that's not accurate. And yeah, people, people go out here and they say another statement. Like they say stuff like, um, I just need to find myself like the other spouse. Like after they say this other statement, no, they don't. You don't find yourself. You develop yourself. There's, there's not nothing to find. You develop it. And actually it's quite easy. I can teach people how to do it in 15 minutes. Like it's really, it's not hard. <laughs> like you don't need to go out and find yourself. Like that's No, stupid. develop there, for, for sure. Developing yourself. And identity is a big issue in marriage. And, yes. you know, we'll be talking about that on a separate episode because that's a huge aspect in itself. But just know that, you know, you don't have to be separate to develop yourself. You don't have to be separate to reunite the spark it's not like oh i need to go on some sabbatical you know or i just need like space like those are all like lies uh if you really need space that bad separate into separate rooms just give yourself some little space there yeah so like on that note like you're thinking like well i knew we weren't i knew we weren't doing good or well but honestly this was a shock i didn't know we were doing this bad honestly i hear it all the time i hear that statement all the time And even when couples get on the call with me, it's kind of funny. I'm not trying to throw the men under the bus here, but like when it comes to like men and women getting on calls with me, um, I hear all the time, like, how long has this been going on? About the guy be like about two or three years, maybe a year, whatever, something short. And then the woman will be like 20. <laughs> like, For the past 15 years, yeah, this has been have, going on. You have no clue. Like, I promise. Like, whatever you think is bad is worse. Let's just put it that way. Yes. So don't don't have your blinders on and just living in that state of oblivious or thinking, you know, oh, those little things are, you know, the signs that my spouse is unhappy and, you know, all these disagreements and things. It, it's, it's not that bad. This is normal. First of all, 
No. And, you know, you shouldn't just assume like that. So let's dive into these three issues here, starting with point number one of like, what does that statement even truly mean about I love you, but not in love with you? Like, what does it mean on a deeper level? And like, what's really going on here? Yeah. Like, how do you even just like one of the questions I used to ask was like, how do you just fall out of love? How do you just one day love me and then one day you fall out of love? Well, it's not just one day they loved you and one day they just fell out of love. Like it was like, it was working on going down and down and down and down over and over again. And it just, it was a consistent thing. But first of all, like, well, honestly, it's a pretty simple concept to explain though. Yes, it is. And so with that, it, it's simple in the fact that like when walls go up, intimacy goes down. And so things have been compounding over time with you guys. And so every little problem that you sweep under the rug is an issue that is hurting, you know, the intimacy, which is that in love feeling. And that's, that's the start of it. So even from when you were dating those, those little things that came up, you were like, Oh, and you were just like, oh, well, it's okay. Like, I, I like this attribute of them. Well, over time and then into the marriage, you're like, those those things that you're like, oh, well, it's okay. They do this or that. It's like, no, I'm getting tired of this. When, when are we going to have change? And so all of those little things compound over time. And big things. Um, big events that never got solved. A lot of, like, things. Maybe you didn't have infidelity. Maybe you did. But, like, a lot of big events happen over time. And they end up causing a lot of walls, hurt, and pain between you two. Mm-hmm. And then what happens when walls go up? Well, intimacy and connection go down. Yeah. Right? Intimate When walls go up, intimacy and connection goes down. That's as simple as that. And when walls go down, intimacy and connection go up. But it's not, don't go to your freaking spouse. Like, you just need to take down your walls, and then we could have intimacy. That's not going to work well for you. <laughs> I hope to tell you that. And, like, honestly, they shouldn't. Right. What's funny is most people don't even know what walls they have up. They're yeah, oblivious. Like, yeah, most people don't even, maybe like, they have, I have boundaries now. I'm going to do me, whatever it is they say. But like, the thing is, like, honestly, there's a lot of hurt. There's a lot of pain. There's a lot of resentment between you two that's been swept under the rug for years. Even though you tried to talk about it, right? Which most people don't even know close to how, how to talk about things. And it never got fixed. And so the point is, like, you got all this stuff between you two that's never been solved and when you actually add in like stuff like identity issues here uh because the reason i'm including this this isn't technically on this but it does come into play here like especially if like a a, like a woman was a stay-at-home mom for years or even not a stay-at-home mom but she spent years maybe even as it's very popular like especially if she's a nurse or something like that in the medical field like they put their identity into the role of wife and mom and or wife and mom, a caretaker or some one of those three things. Like, and then they end up with a bunch of resentment towards you. And then it ends up losing themselves. And then they get this feeling of, I love you, but I'm not in love with you anymore. Yeah. And that, like, that is super common. It's super common. It does build up a lot of resentment. And when you're coming from a place of emptiness and just drained emotionally, mentally, physically, Because when you just pour from an empty cup all the time, like that's how you show up. You're drained on all levels. And it's just like, I just don't care. And then so you start, you you stop doing all the active things to play into what a healthy marriage is and what a healthy individual does that ultimately is love. So the whole stupid statement, I love you, but I'm not in love with you is based on a huge misunderstanding of what love actually is 
And ultimately there's just deeper things that were never resolved between the two of you. Mm -hmm. And so like now to dive into point number two, what is love? Right. What is love? This needs to be very clearly defined because this is the whole issue here. Uh, Well, misconception. It's not the whole issue. There's a big other bunch of issues, but this is a misconception. The, The big misconception is love is a feeling. Love's not a feeling. It is a command. God tells, uh, God actually commanded us to love our neighbor, to love others. Like that is a command. God can't command feelings. So therefore it's a choice. It's an action. Love is an action. It's a verb. That means you actually have to do something with it. It's not just going to happen and do it for you. So this whole stupid misperception of, well, like I love you, but I'm not in love with you. Well, There's been probably so many things that have been not dealt with and swept under the rug. Are you truly actually putting in the right steps to show love, to keep the love there? Because love is the action. So are you putting in action? True love is growth. (laughs) I can say that when uh, I was not liking Tommy and I didn't like Tommy, I was not being loving of the actions. I did not care about what he was doing with he had. I just didn't care. I didn't think about him. He's like, oh, did you pick up? No. Didn't know. No, 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 no. I wasn't thinking about you. Mm, mm, mm. And <laughs> you can tell how petty we were. Hold our level of pettiness. Very petty. But love's a choice. And so, you know, it's not just a feeling. And this is the, oh, it just makes me so mad. If you can't tell, I get very irate about it. Yeah. So honestly, before I dive into the whole Disney and Hallmark thing here, like I want to talk about like really what else could be going on here too. So like sometimes when people say this, they've already kind of like think they may have found their true love somewhere else that could be cheating on you. Not saying they are, but they might. That's very possible. Um, very possible. There's just a connection. Yeah. There's just a kid. We said these things. No, Tommy said that. Like, oh, it's okay. I said these things. Yours were not really emotional. Mine were, uh, mine were emotionally and physical, but like when it comes down to it, like you think that you found this true love or this connection and you're all these signs and matches and like all this stuff, which is effortless, blah, 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 full of crap. Um, all it is, is just honestly like Eros love. It's infatuation. It will go down. Don't get me wrong. Infatuation and Eros love is very powerful. Yeah. Kind of think it it's dr- like a drug. Yeah. It can be very deceiving and it's, it, it is like a drug. Like it's very intoxicating and like, and it's very addicting. Like and that's why people continue to go back to affairs and stuff like that. And so the, th- the truth is it's not real. It's some false identity that that person has built around this other person. It's not real whatsoever. Now, where does this come from? I personally blame it on personally blame it on Hallmark and Disney freaking fairy tale princess bs and like all this other stuff like let's talk about disney the, the, the white charming and like or prince charming like white Char- yeah. prince charming <laughs> prince yes. charming comes up and like gives me on a horse and like all this crap and then like true love's first kiss and like all this mumbo jumbo crap like <laughs> like none of this is real none of this is real life like that's not real stuff that's not real love like that stuff doesn't happen in real life. Like it's not, it's not real. Like that's not how life works. I'm not trying to be a downer here, but that's not how true love really looks. No. And and it's funny. Cause like once upon a time is a popular show that's out right now. And it has like oh, all the daughter binge watches. It. It's, it has uh, and son. So he watches it too. Um, but with that, it's, you know, it has all the Disney characters. I'm like Prince Charming and Snow White. And they're always so happy and they can conquer anything just together as long as they're together 
And it, well, it's, I have you, I'm good. Yeah. And what that does is it says, Hey, like I'm putting my identity into you. I need you. And no, we, so first of all, you don't need your spouse. And when you come to the place of you need anyone other than Jesus, like I need anything other than Jesus, it becomes an idol. Yeah, and that's not healthy. No, it's not fair either. Like honestly, putting them Tommy, on Tommy, you don't want to be responsible to meet all of my needs. No, let me get, let me get something straight across to the person listening to this right now. Your spouse is not responsible for your happiness whatsoever. Zero percent. Happiness is an inside job. Yes. Now there's another half to this that I blame it on. Dumbest, even dumber than freaking like Disney. So Hallmark. <laughs> so stupid, man. Like th- th- this is the whole plot of the every episode. Let's because because let's just, Hallmark's coming around. Like it's about like it's about to be coming around. Like this is. Mm, it's probably already started. So. Yeah, I don't know. I don't watch it, but it's probably already started. It's the holiday seasons, all this stuff. And so it's appropriate here. But just know when you watch it and you start hating your husband, because it's mainly females that watch this, I'm going to be sexist here for a second. Um, <laughs> don't put your husband on that pedestal. Don't put your husband um, so high ball on that mark. But let's just say Hallmark, right? It's not the mark you need to hit, number one. Two, Hallmark, every story is the same. They go in, guy meets girl. Through some random event, stranger from out of town, all of a sudden they fall in love out of nowhere magically because of Christmas, magic of Christmas. And then they get into a fight and discover some lie or betrayal or blah, blah, whatever it is. And then through the magic of Christmas and Santa Claus, everything gets better. It's the same <laughs> every freaking episode. So you can tell, obviously, Tommy is not a fan. And for so, the record, you can totally watch these things if as long as you know that that is not how real life is and you don't you're not going into a state of depression because you're like well, my husband doesn't do that or you know like or my spouse it doesn't matter man or wife like right like don't put your your spouse on that pedal stool and the whole point to all of this is you know it's not like love in marriage is not some fairy tale where everything is perfect no. you know and you need each other and you know it's just effortlessly and everything just magically falls into place if if you're one of those people that think that love if 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 it was true love it would just come so natural and be easy no <laughs> like no not for anyone there's work to be done and especially because there's so many unhealthy individuals out there in society running around with trauma and chaos and they don't know how to deal with it and that you know that's a whole different topic but that's that's the foundation of most people yeah and so when you come at that you're it's not just easy. There's things, there's work. It's a choice. Some days I wake up and I, I just don't like really anybody that I have those days. I'm a human, you know, everyone has those days where I just wake up and I'm like in a mood. However, it's the choice that I make. So even if I am in that mood, it's not that I'm not going to choose to love Tommy or love my kids or, you know, love people. No, love is a choice. It's an action. And so when you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, just think of it this way. Most people have had kids or been around kids to know that they, when they want something, oh, especially like you get like a two or three year old who you, they don't want the toy until you pick it up. You have this toy in your hand and then all of a sudden they start having a flipping meltdown. They're like, I want it. Ah, like give it to me. Mine, mine, mine. Ah, right. They're freaking out. You give them the toy within like 30 seconds, the toys on the ground and they're done, moved on. 
that that's was the way it is for, that's the way it is with people now in relationships <laughs> and that but that's the infatuation all of a sudden there's like this you know massive desire and i need this i want this this is where my focus is this is i need this need this 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 that's infatuation love is not like that love is a choice like i love tommy through the good through the bad through all aspects there and it's a choice and so that is like one of the biggest misperceptions of what love is. It's not just infatuation. It's a choice. It's biblical. Go look it up. And, and it, it does start with like loving yourself too. So just know that when your spouse says, I love you, but I'm not in love with you, uh, they don't know what love is. <laughs> and there's a huge misperception there. Yeah. And if they're seeing anyone else, it's Eros love. It's not real. It's fake. It's just fake is all get out. It's not real. Even though they perceive it real and it has the potential to destroy your marriage, it's not real. No, it's based in fairy tale land. I'm not even going to lie on that. It's completely fake. And so like when it, cause people get crazy over this stuff. I know I was like, like it's, it's stupid, but like when it comes down to it, like the thing is like, you have to understand that, that people have a big misperception, big misperception of what love is when it comes down to it. Yeah. And so it's not what you think it is most of the time. And people do a lot of wrong things with it. Yes. But and so how do you fix it? So we're going to talk about point number three is like how to fix it. And it's not just doing like simple, simple, like things like, oh, I'll, well, I'll just be slow to speak and quick to listen or just help out around the house more. Or, or I hear a lot of women be like, well, I stopped complaining as much. Okay. That, that's, or nagging, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. yeah, that was the right word. That's what I. That's what came through my head. But I said complaining. Uh, nagging is more. I mean, I have women tell me that, like, well, I stopped nagging and stopped bickering, and well, that's just not. First of all, there's no reason to nag, anyways. That's not healthy. Um, there's there's a lot better, effective ways to communicate. But outside of that, it's not gonna make them fall in love with you. No. <laughs> Uh, do the way I want you to the way I think I want you to nag more. Right, can you nag more? That would make me fall more. I can. Can you please throw away your Q-tips? No. <laughs> one thing I hold on to. Uh, he he does that have, intentionally have, to aggravate me. Shouldn't have threw away my pillow when we were first started dating. So, anyways, <laughs> so one of the things, another thing is, you know, just spending quality time. A lot of people think that, okay, well, you know, they said they don't, they, they love me, but they're not in love with me. So we just need to spend more quality time together. To get them to love me and to get that connection because they kind of pair the two with like, and this is a, honestly, I get it. I get why people do it. Like they go in and like they try and like, cause what do you do when you're dating? Right. And the, the stupid guru experts, quotation marks, air quotes here, like will tell you, you just need to spend more quality time together and that'll get the spark back. No, it's not. No, actually, no, not. most of that time is awkward because you're like hurt. There's there's pain. There's been you know all the things that had came in between you in the first place that caused this, and now you want to spend quality time where and let's just be honest, you're probably not effectively communicating. Uh, I can almost guarantee that, but you're not communicating. There's not full honesty and transparency, and you don't know what to actually say, and you're walking on these eggshells. And so, with quality time probably phones to get it brought out and zone out in phones or just talking to other people in a way to pass the time quickest so that it's not awkward. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So when it comes down to it, like you got to understand, like, like just spending quality time, like all that stuff, it's just highlights. Mm -hmm. Like it's just going to highlight the disagreement. 
it's just gonna it's already too late at that point and a lot of proclaimed like marriage gurus out there will, will like say you must grow like say you must grow so they can see the change they can see the change in you and then they will want to come back that's and they'll be in love with you <laughs> and part of that's true you do yeah, need to change yes yes you do need to change and grow in a healthy way in healthy ways, not just a healthy way or the right ways. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's not all this to it. Yes, that's true. But like, there's a bigger puzzle here. So the truth is just becoming a healthy person is not enough. Like, and most people, honestly, when they think of healthy people, like I hear this all the time and it's so frustrating, like hearing people say stuff like this, but I get why they say it. I did the same thing. The, the most things they do is they do honeydews. They try to do more stuff around the house. They read their Bible, go to church, maybe talk to their pastor, maybe go to individual counseling, whatever it is. They try and, so to speak, quick to listen. They try all these main these main things, but that's not going to do anything. It's not going to get your spouse back. That's not becoming a healthy individual. Like reading your Bible and all that and going to church is great and keep doing that. I'm all for that. Praying, I'm all for that. But like, but doing those things are bare minimums. That's not going to get your spouse back. No, there's so much more to becoming a true healthy individual and to have the different shifts. You got to think of everything that has come between the two of you to begin with and has put you in this position. So, and no, it wasn't an overnight sensation that occurred. This has been an ongoing process that has brought this upon. So there has to be a very strategic approach to changing their view of you and their marriage to inspire hope and desire and trust within them. Mm-hmm. You also have to you also have to get to the root issues and build solid foundations in all aspects, all aspects of life. I can go over this if you want. Message me, but like that's in, in the let, let me know what areas that you feel that you need to be foundations, and I can let you know which ones you need to actually build foundations in. So just message us on Facebook. But these are all you need to build the foundations in all areas that need to be built, not not just one area like people use tools and tactics and stuff like that which have their place but you actually have to build the right foundations first 100 percent, so important and so we really just wanted to challenge the way you think about things and this whole give clarity on what it means when people say i love you but i'm not in love with you and still to this day like one of my least favorite sayings you know and we just wanted to really challenge your way of thinking about that yeah, because honestly, like your, we want to help you with this, and like challenge your way of thinking before you screw things up with your approach, and not get them back. Yeah, because this is where like the begging, the pleading, and and all of that jazz does not work. It doesn't help to just beg and plead, and you know, go all crazy. It's not gonna not gonna work. Yeah, don't go to counseling. That's no, not don't do it. Um, but that being said, we love you. God loves you. And you have a blessed day. Now that's all we have for today's show. And remember, prayer without action is just dead faith. So make sure to implement everything you learned here today from today's show. By the way, hope you enjoyed this episode on the Marriage 2.0 podcast. And if you did, please make sure you share this episode on your social media and tag at Tommy and Desnica. And if you did enjoy it, make sure to subscribe to the Marriage 2.0 podcast and give us a five-star rating. However, listen, most importantly, so many people are at the end of their ropes, crying themselves to sleep every night. And 
We can only spread our message and story so far here, so we need you to make sure that you really share the knowledge with others that really need it so that we can impact them. Yes, and you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. So make sure to join our free Facebook group, Christian Marriage Coaching, for support, daily content, and free trainings to help you go from roommates to teammates. Have an amazing day, and God bless.